Welcome back. Welcome back. To 21. No. Poppinions. He didn't write Poppinions. Oh, it I says didn't. 21. It does. But yeah, welcome back to Poppinions. Welcome back. I threw you off there. You did now. Now I don't remember what I say. <laughs> Poppinions. Poppinions. Episode 121. And because we're so funny. We're so funny. Today we've got 21s all over the board. The movie yep. 21. Yep. 21 Bridges. 21 Bridges. But we didn't do 21 either or Rotten Tomatoes. No. We did 20 all together. Oh, we were one off. I know. Could have done a bonus one. I could, Okay, yeah. bonus one right now. Armageddon. <laughs> yes, number one. Or. Number one. Banshees. <laughs> that's so that's so hard it would be that's so. a popcorn movie and a other what? kind of movie banshees no one's a popcorn movie and one is not a popcorn movie one it's is like a, an award a, contending movie a one and done kind of movie i think i have to watch it again yeah yeah good for you have at it uh, i liked it but it just i wouldn't watch it again got it fair case how you doing i'm good do you know what i did today jack I, I do. <laughs> I went skiing for the first time in 25 years, at probably at least. Older and than me. I know, because once you have kids, got to give it all up. No, um, there was never any time, right? There's Our weekends are always busy and whatnot. I'm not bitter about it at all. I'm happy I went today. I had the day off because I had to drive your sister to the airport very early. She is in Cabo. Uh, arrived safely and then um, dad had an appointment and I wanted to be there because it was like a specialist appointment and I wanted to be there to hear it for myself and not from someone who's like everything is always good great it's all good so I was like no I want to actually hear what the doctor has to say and then I kind of had the whole day and so I went skiing for a few hours and it was really fun and now we're podcasting and then I have book club tonight <laughs> I love this kind of day. I'm going to be so tired. Can you imagine me by tonight? Yeah. I was up at 4.30 this morning. And you didn't take a nap? No. I'm not a napper. That's fair. I just can't. I'm so jealous of people that can nap. How are you doing, Jack? I can nap. You can nap, sleep. I know. You guys are annoying. Uh, I'm good. I don't. Wow. Whew. So much enthusiasm behind there. Okay, yours is usually I'm okay. I know. It's usually yours. Um, I don't know. Nothing really crazy going on. No, that's true. Football playoffs. Yeah. Fun. You just started the documentary. Um, the tennis one. No, I didn't. Oh, you did not. Start. I want to start it, but I don't know if I'm watching it by myself or if I have to wait. Okay. Because we're also watching other shows. Yeah. So there's a lot, a lot on the docket. If not, I'm gonna just wa- I'll probably watch House of the Dragon. Oh, nice. Okay. I just started Kaleidoscope. And it's a really interesting show. If you guys haven't heard of this, it's on Netflix and you can watch it in any order you want. Like it makes the order for you, but you don't even have to watch it in that order. Like it's, it's different for every, well, not for everybody. Obviously there's only so many, whatever, but you have to end with white. Because all the, all the episodes are colors. Yeah. So I've watched yellow and green. That was my order so far. And, um, Giancarlo, Juan Carlo. Giancarlo. Giancarlo. But, uh, but we definitely, I know um, people say Esposito, but it's not. Oh, really? It's like Esposito or something. Oh, I can't do that. Um, I'll try, though, because that's his name, and that's rude to mess it up. But it'd well, be weird if I got a name right. Well, it's kind of like Rihanna. Right. 
And Adele. Adele's wrong, too. Adele? <laughs> no, I can't remember, but she said it's not right, the way we've all been saying it. Adele? Adele? No, it's like we're saying the A wrong, I think. Adele? Yeah, or something. I don't know. I remember her being in an interview and being like, yeah, everyone says it wrong. Anyways, uh, so I started Kaleidoscope, but we do want to talk very, very briefly. We did not watch them, but the Critics' Choice Award was on Sunday night. And um, we just, I looked just at the winners on Monday morning because we didn't have it broadcasted here. And um, the only one I really want to touch on is Brendan Fraser winning for The Whale. His speech was off the charts incredible. I'm sorry if you're not crying watching that speech, then you are a rock. Like, everyone was crying in the room. Everyone was so happy for him. It was so beautifully said about how, like, sometimes we get a lost. Like, he was like, you know, I was lost in the woods and I should have put breadcrumbs. And it just, like, he's gone, he's been gone from Hollywood for so long. And, you know, do people take him seriously? I don't know, right? He just had, the way he spoke was just so eloquent and it was beautiful. And I was so happy he won. Like, so happy. That performance, it will it will stay with me forever. It was just so, it was just incredible. And so. it, and it's one of those performances. Not that it's out of nowhere, but it's he was gone for a while. Yeah, it's not something you expect from him necessarily. He was always kind of more the action, those like I don't know, the mummy and right, like that's kind of the way I always picture Brendan Fraser. But this is like raw and vulnerable and beautiful and heart-wrenching and like everything you want in a performance and I just think he did such a good job that I'm happy that he won now I haven't seen Elvis so I probably should um Oscar nominations come out next week on the 24th so I don't think there's going to be anything surprising no, but now this has opened up. You can kind of you can kind of use all the different awards to kind of get context clues of what's going on. Which was funny. You sent me the Olivia Coleman winning in 2019 for the favorite. Yeah. And I forgot about leading up to that. It was Glenn, Glenn Close, Close had won everything, and Lady Gaga had won a couple like surprises, and she was supposed to win. Now, Best Actor is in this space where it's okay. Austin Butler won Golden, Golden Globe. Globe, but and Colin Farrell won. Yeah two different uh, two different golden globes but yeah still two people that are probably going to be nominated for best actor and now the critics choice is picking brendan fraser and i think it just shows how open this year is yeah and then we'll see what happens with the sag we'll see what happens with bafta like before the oscars leading up to it like what is it going to look like right so i'm excited to see the nominations i i i'm i don't know like i'm not like rooting for any one particular movie yeah there's no coda this year there's no coda for me this year so i'm just like whatever let's just see what they got and then maybe i haven't seen the coda yet though do you know what i mean like maybe i haven't actually watched the movie that i'm like oh that was a good one because we haven't seen kate blanchett in tar we haven't like there's still quite a few we haven't fablemans fablemans so there is there's still some on the table that it could be that one but yeah so. i'm especially interested in the um best foreign language film because yeah. i feel like it's gone a little all over the place where um argentina 1985 won the golden globe but i also know that um rrr and all quiet on the western front yeah. it seems like it depends which direction the oscars want to go because mm -hmm. they are 
the end all be all of award season. Well, the R. Speaking of RRR, they were put into either the SAG or the Critics' Choice under Best Picture as well as under Foreign Film. So you know when that happens, like it's got to be good, right? It's like Parasite or like we've had a few of them happen, right? Where it's that it's in both. So double opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We already told you what we're doing, so let's get into All our right. IMC. Okay. Rock, paper, paper scissors, shoot. shoot. Oh, beat me. Two in a row. I know. At least. Now, I know I said I, last week I made a joke about how you always go first. So you yeah. go first. This week, I'm going to go first. Okay, great. I was going to, in my head, I'm like, do I go last second switch again and make you go first again? But uh-uh. I will not. Okay. Uh, my movie for this week is 2008's 21. A little funny. It's a lot of a lot of numbers, especially this movie is very numbery. It is. <laughs> uh, written and directed by Robert Lukatich. It's on Netflix, and it is about a brilliant student at MIT or Harvard. I don't know. One of so he's at MIT. He wants to go to Harvard for med 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 school. Yeah, med school. Uh, so a brilliant student at MIT needs quick cash for tuition. He joins a group of students led by Kevin Spacey as they use their math skills to win in Las Vegas, but he soon learns the stakes are even higher. Mm. Uh, So Jim Sturgis stars as Ben, and then Kevin Spacey plays Mickey Rosa, the uh, professor. One of those, just every time you see him, it's I can't ignore what I think. He's a talented actor that's done horrible things. 100%. You and I are both, like, he he did a line last night, and we were both like, ugh. Like it's so frustrating that he's made such bad choices because he's such a brilliant actor. It's too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, then Kate Bosworth, who plays Jill, and then Lawrence Fishburne and the the MVP of this movie, Josh Gad. One hundred percent. I have a good. I have a good. Um, well, it's not my piece. I'll get, I'll get to it in the movie and explain usage rate. Yeah. But it's something very something you could use very well for movies. Um, so we start off with the voiceover and the cards are, cards are getting dealt and they're talking about counting cards and playing blackjack or 21. Um, I don't know how early they said 21, but they, they say it a lot. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, it is, it is frowned upon, not illegal. Frowned upon. feel like that just means it's probably illegal. Like frowned upon. Okay. So you're mad at me. I'm still going to walk away with lots of money. Great. Mm-hmm. that's what i don't understand frowned upon okay so this is one where we kind of he kind of tells us a bit of the end at the beginning mm-hmm. that he had six hundred and forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars but we don't know what happened to it yeah so it so it leads us into uh, it's also based on a book i didn't write down what the book was but it's probably called 21 i don't think so but it, oh, it's okay. by it's by someone named ben but his last name was different oh okay but i forgot to look it up um, so he's at Harvard Medical School. He's interviewing uh, this Ben. I think I'm just going to go. I'm going to go character names in this one. Yeah. Um, so Ben is at Harvard Medical School. He's interviewing for the scholarship. Um, that's all about the essay. And it's one of those. Everybody has 4.0s and this score on your MCAT and your SAT and all nerd stuff. <laughs> just kidding. Smart. <laughs> But it, it's about the essay, and it's about your life experiences and what makes you special. Mm-hmm. And he's focused all of his time on school and work and school and work. Yeah. That is just all That's his it. life is. And his science competition. Yes. With his buddies. Um, 
So he works with Josh Gad at this like, I don't even know, suit shop, I guess yeah, you'd call like it. Like a men's, a men's shoot. Men's work warehouse. No. Shoot. <laughs> shoot. Mark's work warehouse. Um, and as he walks in, he's late for work and he's an assistant manager, but makes $8 an hour. Yeah. In which Woo. Josh Gad makes some comment of like, oh, did you sleep with them? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I did. He's like, under his breath, he's like, I would sleep with them for $8 an hour. <laughs> um then they're at they're at a bar for ben's birthday he's turning 21 mm-hmm. um and it's just like very typical college bar like they're kind of just like nerds in the corner and like these two girls just like kiss at the bar and like all oh, the dudes are around yeah 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 awesome <laughs> so cool um his mom his mom said 21 yeah there you go. she was he was turning 21 uh, then we head over to class and Mickey, Kevin Spacey, the professor, is uh, talking about stuff that is way over our heads. Yeah, we had we no watched, idea. We watched this movie together yeah. and just so confused. Well, we're dumb, so we're both like, what? It was about like something variation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then he steals. I have to say, normally I think I'd get annoyed by something like this, but I love that other movies use the Bueller when no one answers. Yeah. Bueller. Bueller. Yeah. Even though it's not that he wasn't answering, it's that he wasn't there. So maybe incorrect use, but still like the reference. Yeah. Um, then we get to... So this is the way that they dumbed it down for us, uh-huh. for the dumb people. Yeah. You get it, you're get you on a game show. Yes. And the person, the game show host, gives you three doors. Yes. There's two goats and one car. Mm-hmm. So he asks... I think he asked, I don't know if he asked Ben, but he raises his hand or maybe he gets picked. Yeah. He's like, what yeah. door do you pick? He's like, door one. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay. So he opens door number three and there's a goat. Yep. So then that door is out. So now you have door one and two and he gives you the option to change doors. And he says, most people think with emotion and think with like not thinking statistically. Yes. Because your numbers are going from like 33%, 33.3 repeating whatever up to and then he says do you switch doors he mm-hmm. says yes when everyone else would say no and you would just stick with your door because it's a game show they're trying to throw you off yeah but statistically your percentage is actually like double yeah well because they were saying it's not 50 50 because i don't know they were explaining it and i understood it at the time but it is just harder to explain afterwards but yeah. it was like 60 6.6 or something right percent or something it, in the like s- it like doubled yeah so like probably be 66 Point seven. Okay, calm down over there. Just want to make sure the math is right. <laughs> that's what that's what matters here about mathematical accuracy. But just they they dumb it down for everybody else. Yeah. Two goats, one car. If you have you get rid of a door and you have two left, do you switch? And mathematically, switching is right. Right. Then also like game show, they probably would try to totally throw you would. off and not want to give you a car. Totally mind games mind games. but he doesn't ben doesn't think with his or he's not emotional i was about to say he's, he doesn't think with his mind he thinks with his mind first yeah, doesn't worry about his heart he's logical um so this is where i say that josh gad has a high usage rate mm-hmm. or no actually i guess it would be low usage rate but he's very effective of like people some people in movies are in it a lot but not a lot they don't do a lot there's yeah a lot of not a lot of substance yeah josh gad is not in this movie a lot and he is the best comedic part of the movie yeah he's, he's hilarious every scene he's a 10 out of 10 like he's funny and he's witty and 
He's fun. He's joyful. Like, it's great, right? Even yeah. when he's mad at him, it's fun. Yeah. Um, high usage rate would not be in basketball because they're, the three of them are playing. <laughs> None of them could shoot a basketball. It's great. <laughs> they, get, they, they get even dribble. No, though Josh Gad, like, jumps with the ball yeah. to dribble. It's a, it's a bit of a mess. So then um, one day Ben is just at school late, and he just walk, happens to walk in on this club, this blackjack club. Yeah. And he had some, some like really bad line in there, but yeah, he did. Uh, there's a spot on the roster open, mm-hmm. and Kevin and Mickey wants him on the team because Kevin Spacey, the professor, runs this team of like card counters, even though it's frowned upon. Frowned upon. Probably illegal. Um, and they can't because they're talking about this guy Jimmy and they're just like yeah Jimmy's just like not on the team anymore and it sounds really sketchy and it's like oh he got a job at Google mm-hmm. oh wait dude you're making a face like you don't believe that no well you just never know I don't yeah. know also could be dead yeah um but then Ben can't because the science competition he's doing he's making a Tesla and by a Tesla it's a car that drives itself like uses like gps to drive itself which is just impressive um so then uh k Bob bosworth who is on the team goes to his work to like try to convince him to be on the team use the girl just use the girl and she's like oh this tie i'm gonna get this tie and then she's like i'm not here for the tie (laughs) i know there's some cheesy lines i'm here for here for you to be on the team yeah because they just they know he's smart um, and he is so smooth with her and such a good talker oh, wow. and wonderfully, perfectly acted awkwardness. So awkward. Amazing. Actually, my, my stomach, like I felt it in my stomach. I was like, oh my God, this guy. So then because the scholarship that he wants is still up in the air, he says, once I get $300,000, I'm out. Uh, obviously. And you know, in any high stakes or like poker movies, anything like that, you know, once they get the amount they need, they just leave. 100%. They walk away. They're like, good, I'm all set. I don't want more money. No. Yeah. No, we don't We don't get greedy. No. Uh, then they start teaching him the signals of like, oh, the table's hot or the table's cold. Because as someone's playing at a table, you're counting the cards, so you're keeping the count of the deck itself. Yes. So you're plus 13 or whatever and... Just so you have like someone, sorry, I don't want to jump no, in, no, but no. you have someone sitting there from your team and they're counting and then you roll in as the, well, he would because he was the best at it. He would roll in and then they would have a word that would tell him what the count was at and then he could start from there because then it doesn't look obvious. If you're walking in the middle of a game, how can you be counting them? So it is a good system. Yeah. And especially because the words, it's not like oh i have to go in 15 minutes no. like they have code like paycheck magazine like they just kind of yeah. have one word so magazine sugar. was 17 sugar was 16 paycheck was 15 paycheck was 15 i don't know yeah they had a whole bunch of words and they would just say oh i have a headache i don't know they had words right and then they would have signals of like um you know leave you got to leave now like there would just be little subtle movements to tell you what's going on there's like you touch your eye we need to talk yeah like that, that kind of stuff rub your hand through your hair is we, you get out yeah um so he's learning the signals and like knows them really well it's time for a trial run 
goes down this sketchy alley um, into a hidden door through or behind an actual running restaurant Mm -hmm. into Mm -hmm. a totally legal casino. Right. 100%. Just that just happens to be in like a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. But just totally legal. Yeah. (laughs) Um, As he's as he's playing, they um, he's doing he's doing really well trying to get used to it. Then gets a bag thrown over his head. Yeah. And they ask, he gets to this room and they're like, what's the count? And they do a good job in this. They like block the voices or whoever's talking changes their voice of like, yeah. oh, what's the count? Yeah. So then he still knows. It. And then they take off the bag. It's the team. And they're like, you know what? You're on the team. We just wanted to make sure you could handle. It's initiation. Being That's under it. pressure. Yeah. Um. So then they're going to Vegas because they just go like a weekend at a time. Yeah. And they're still in school. And then they go for the weekend, get as much money as they can and head home. Yep. Uh, he's a donkey boy, mm-hmm. meaning he is he is their drug mule, and by drugs, it's money. He's carrying two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in his pants. Yeah, and he's just got to he's got to walk through security. Um, he he gets through security even though he looks one hundred and fifty percent sketchy. He totally, you would be like, what is wrong with that kid? <laughs> Unbelievably guilty. Uh, then when they get to Vegas, you find out Kevin Spacey doesn't play anymore and he's retired, which like they don't. I guess they do actually explain why. Yeah. Later in the movie. They do. Yeah. Um, so Ben's he's exploring, but uh, the counting to me, at least, I know you're probably on the same page of like just doesn't make sense. Oh, I had no idea what was They're going moving on. so fast. And he's like on the plane and he's like, like flipping all the cards. And then you had a good thought on this of like, what if you're wrong? Yeah, like how is it like it's a hard thing to practice because it's like you need two people so you can be you can each say what the count is like he's just flipping cards like, you know, a 10 is I don't know, like they had all these things. They're plus seven plus this like I don't know what they're talking about. I bet you Tyler does, though. Probably. Um, Then I have there's a line in this movie that I genuinely have considered getting tattooed since we've watched this movie. (laughs) So he goes up to a table and says, like, oh, how are we doing today? Or something like that. And he's like, yesterday's history, tomorrow's a mystery. <laughs> that's right. And I'm like, that's awesome. You just, you got to live in the present. That's right. Um, So then they go back to school after this weekend in Vegas. His mom gives him a check for $68,000. Which is a lot. Like, like she just tell. works in a bar. Yeah. So she's been like saving, saving, right? Then he lies about the scholarship and says that he got it so that he doesn't need her money. Yeah gullible movie parents <laughs> it's so easy to fool parents in movies yeah i like, know you just put on like uh, a track of you snoring and they're like oh he's just sleeping he's sleeping oh look there's like definitely not pillows in the bed he's just laying there <laughs> yeah or she um uh <laughs> he meets his friends at the bar and they're talking about this party they had over the weekend at oh, the dorms and yeah. they almost got a girl yeah to it was show up so funny like they they're hilarious great oh i love them great i don't want to say comedic relief because it isn't i guess it does get a become a pretty intense movie yeah a little bit nothing it's not too crazy though no um so then he goes up to jill Kate bosworth and just like starts chatting her up because she's surrounded by dudes yeah just trying to talk to her. he's like can i buy you a beer and his friends are just there, like, staring. Yeah, like, not even being subtle about it. Not in the slightest. And then he yeah. walks back to them. He's like, you guys are staring. And Josh Gad's like, yeah, we or both of them. They're like, yeah, we know. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's the problem? We're 
you know, they can't believe it. He could never talk to girls before. But he just walked up with so much confidence. Um, then um, they're like staring. They like awkwardly wave to them. It's <laughs> it's wonderfully painful. Doesn't get as painful as um, so Kate Bosworth. They kind of talk touch on her backstory of like her dad was a gambler and uh, is no longer around. Mm-hmm. To which Ben thinks it's a good idea to say, oh, my dad's dead, too. Yeah. Great. Good, good timing. And then um, he tried to he tries to kiss her. And then Ox. she's like, we just we work together. We can't do this No. And then she's like, but don't be sorry. Like, don't don't apologize. And then she just like she was getting off her train stop. And then I was like, oh, great. So just leave the person by themselves to just think about how awkward and terrible <laughs> that was. They're not going to dwell on it. No, they're just going to forget about it um he uh ben has saved so much money like and and just puts it in his roof of his dorm yeah very dumb the ceiling what did i say roof roof is outside though i'm just that, saying like it's ceiling like you know the tiles in his ceiling tiles he, he just puts all the money all in. the money in there just wads of cash and like right above his bed too like yeah if someone's gonna break in that's the first per- place and they would you've look. given them a uh, like a leverage to get in- into the ceiling like at least put it in a spot where maybe you have to move a chair <gasps> yeah be a little... or, or like spread it around your room or something so that maybe they can't find all of it yeah um then when they go back to vegas lawrence fishburne who they kind of do this like sea story of like these guys that are trying to catch people counting cards but like lawrence fishburne also counts cards but like it's how he finds no he doesn't do it he just he can watch the monitor and he can count cards so then he can tell Who's counting cards on the monitor? Yeah, but now there's going to be facial rec- recognition software, so they're going to be replaced. So they're, he's about to become obsolete. They're just like really amped up to like catch people, because yeah. like, they feel like they're going to be obsolete soon. So they're like, okay, like this is it, you yeah. know. And then there's like wonderful passive aggression of like Lawrence Fishburne smoking, and this guy's like, you know, there's no cigarettes allowed in here, right? So he like puts it out in his coffee, and he's like, hmm, and like smiles, and then immediately like. Like immediately two faced, like smiles and then just like frowns at him and yeah. walks away. Um, they got really cool transitions in this movie. Mm, they some do good, some good editing stuff. Yeah. Um, a lot of. I don't even. Oh, I haven't done this, this in a is while. The first time you've said it this year. Rebombs. R bombs. Remember they kept saying the R word. Oh yeah, this one guy just like oh. four or five times. He kept saying it. Yeah. Like a lot. But and he was talking about an autistic person. Yes, he was from Rain and Man. And then he started saying the R word. I was like, oh my God. Like oh. that's like some people say it in a a different way, but he was like yeah, that was really bad. I was like, ooh. Yeah, because there was this other guy on the team that was also the big high roller, but Ben was becoming the superstar of the team. Yes. So he was jealous. He gets drunk and starts doing that spiel and then spills a drink on a on a girl that's like not a part of their team. Then it turns into this fight. This guy pulls out a gun. Yeah, it gets a little, a little bit silly. In the middle of a casino. But then um, he, uh, then Ben has this amazing idea because you know they're going to change all their chips Mm -hmm. so they got to be able to cash in their money how can they do that so they use strippers what genius because that's also their that's their meeting places this like one strip club yeah something goes wrong everybody meet here yeah for sure 
and then they see that strippers are getting tips. Well, they get tips with the chips. Yeah. So, so they, they can cash in because it doesn't look funny to them. Because it's just tips. Yeah. So then they spread it out among among the girls and they cash in the chips. They never show like, do they get, they must get like a percentage. Probably. Nobody's going to do that for free. No. Um, then when they go, we go back to Boston um, and then Ben messes up something pretty important with their science competition. It was supposed to be a chip that was supposed to be. 16k but he got 8k stupid kid come on ben you're better than that um but his heart his heart isn't in it no it's not in it so his friends kick him off the team you're out so it's just gonna be them too um they i wrote down the money ceiling again because it's just it's dumb um he messes up big time and plays with his heart and, and was told to leave the table and the table's cold but he just kept playing mm-hmm. makes a big mistake and they lose two hundred thousand dollars yeah yeah a lot of money um so then kevin spacey leaves mickey leaves and he's like figure out your own way home mm-hmm. so then uh ben's like we're gonna do this on our own convinces we're- the team yeah Let's, we don't need him we're just gonna play and take all the profit for ourselves yeah and then it takes a bit but they all convince him they all get convinced mm-hmm. to do it. But Lawrence Fishburne catches on. Well, he catches on because it gets a call from Kevin Spacey. Kevin yeah, he Spacey. Does, he does rat him out. Yeah. Um, and you find out that he used to track Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. Which he is, knows which, Mickey. Which is why he doesn't play. Yes. Why Mickey doesn't play. Because he if knows. he plays again, he's going to get caught. Yeah. And Lawrence Fishburne like, beats up Ben big time. like Gives him a black eye, bleeding. Yeah. He like... He, like, punches him with rings and then without rings. It's mm-hmm. a little weird, but uh, then he goes back to Boston. Ben goes back to Boston. All his money is gone. His whole room has been trashed. Money ceiling, just empty. Dumb, dumb. Didn't even leave him a little bit. Um, that's when I also realized that um, Kate Bosworth has two different colored eyes. Yeah. I felt like that was not relevant to the movie, but it was she, cool. He, he, like, goes to talk to her. By the way, the romance part of this, the movie didn't really need it. No, I don't think so. Like, it just could have been, like... Friends. Friends. Yeah. Um, so then he t- he goes to the science competition. His friends win, mm-hmm. and he just, like, cheers them on. And then he tells Josh Gad the whole story of everything that happened. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you know what? I probably would have left, too. Yeah. That's really cool and fun. Um, yeah, he's very understanding. He is. And then Ben goes back to Mickey and says, try- convinces him, you know... We got to we got to go back. I, I can win this like you play with me. Yeah. And we're going to win. And it's like it's one it's one of those like it's one last ride. Yeah. And they're in these like crazy elaborate disguises. Yeah. And then a pretty good chase scene which kind of just leads into the end of the movie. So nice little twist in there at the end. Yeah, you were a little bit like, "Oh, that was cool." That was like, especially cuz yeah. it was like I was like, I don't think there was like maybe 20 minutes left of the movie. I'm like, I don't know if we have time for this. Yeah. But yeah. then they, they wrap, wrap it up pretty quickly. And it ends with Ben telling the Harvard, uh, the person giving the scholarship, the whole story, like he finishes with like the end of the story. And he's like, and that's what happened. Yeah. It's like, is that enough life experience for you? Yeah. Which made me think, did I like, dazzle you? Did I dazzle you? And, um, I kind of, for a second thought, He's either getting the scholarship or he's getting arrested. Mm-hmm. Two options there. Well, it's just frowned upon, Jack. That we leave it. We leave that up in the air. Yeah. Uh, but that is that is twenty one. And you liked it. I did. It yeah. was a very fun movie. It's good, right? It's, it's a good popcorn movie. 
One of the, you don't need to watch it again though. It's just one of those. Yeah. Got it. Yep. Great. Cool. Okay. I watched 21 Bridges on Netflix. It got a 54% on Rotten Tomatoes. I maybe would have done it a little higher. I found, I think 54 is a little low. Um, it's directed by Brian Kirk. It stars Chadwick Boseman. Always sad when we see him. R.I.P. Yep. Sienna Miller, Taylor Kitsch, J.K. Simmons, and Stephen James are the main people. So after uncovering... Oh, actually, sorry. I just want to say really quickly. Chadwick donated part of his own salary to secure Sienna um, because the studio didn't want to pay her. And even though she's in it as much as him... Um, so he donated part of his own salary and I thought that was really sweet. Selfless. Mm -hmm. So after uncovering a mass, massive conspiracy and NYB NYPD detective played by Chadwick joins a citywide manhunt for two young cop killers. Um, so at 2952, we get the 21 bridges. I'll just tell you, but so two guys, it's played Taylor Kitsch and Stephen James. They go to this like wine shop and they're, they're just going to steal cocaine. That's, you know, that's as one does. Wait, you go to a wine, wine so shop. So down in the cellar oh, is the cocaine. cocaine. Yeah. So that's like the front is like, it's like a wine shop. So they get there and there's way more than they expected. And like, they literally thought, I think there was going to be one and it's like stacks and stacks. So then they're like. Obviously, we're taking this. We're going to make it big. So then as they're trying to leave, these four cops show up, but nobody has called them. They're just there at the wine shop kind of thing. Oh, like casually. Yeah, like they're just outside, whatever. So then it turns into a whole shooting. Uh, people Then more cops are called. Um, and then they end up killing seven at the time. Seven cops at the time at the wine shop. One of one of the people in the car was a girl and she had it was in her neck and she was actually alive. And then later in the movie, we do find out she did pass away. So altogether, they killed eight cops. Um, then I don't know why I put that. Uh, so Chadwick and Sienna, they, they show up on the scene and they team up because J.K. Simmons is like the boss and he's like, okay, you're going to work with Sienna. And you're given the night, basically. Like, you have to find these killers, obviously. Like, eight of our men who were just killed. Um, and women. Right. Sorry, and a woman. Um, and then the mayor's, like, people are there. There's two mayor's people. I don't know what they are. Like, deputy mayor. I don't know what they are. But there are two people that work for the mayor. And Chadwick is like, we have to close everything down because we're on Ma it's ma on Manhattan. So like if you close it, it's an Island, like they have nowhere to go. And so it takes a bit of convincing, but they convince the mayor people to close all 21 bridges. So that's why. And they, but the guy says you have till 5am. I think this happened at like 12 or one or something. So they only have like four or five hours. So it happens in a real, it's fast, like fast paced as far as like, that was very unrealistic. Yeah, right? As if you're going to find them. But they're thinking if it's closed and then they have um, Taylor Kitsch. So Taylor and Stefan drive and he's Taylor Kitsch is, first of all, the crazy like he's the crazy one. Like mm -hmm. he's a, he kills most of the cops. Like he's just he's unhinged. He's just like he only has one thing on his mind. The other guy's a little more level headed. And so he's driving and he's like, OK, you got to slow down. And they go through a red light, which 
in Manhattan takes pictures. So they have pictures of them. They have masks on, but they have the car. So once they have the car, they look up the license plate. They end up at this girl's apartment and they're like, okay, whose car is this? And she's like, no, no, that's my ex. Like, I don't know, whatever. And this, one of my favorite things, the only way this will mean anything to anyone is if you know the Beyonce Lemonade um, album. And so this, so the guys, so Chadwick's like, okay, like where, you know, you know, he's done this, this and this. And she goes, no, that like you've, he's been with other women and he has this and he has a Coke prop, whatever. And she goes, no, that never bothered me. No, not the other women part. And he's no, that never bothered me. So Sienna gets in there and she's like, who is Becky with the good hair? Because that's in Beyonce's song that Jay-Z cheated. Wow. Becky is this, with the good no, hair. No, I was just going to say, is this movie after that song came out? Or like the album? It was 2019. 21 Bridges was? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a lot earlier. Yeah. So she's like, who is Becky with the good hair? And then all of a sudden she's like, it's a waitress, blah, blah, blah. So she knows. So they figured out. So then Sienna lo- leaves the room and uh, tells other people and he sits down with this ex and she's like he's like listen like basically like you have to tell me who these guys are like they just killed eight people like you just have to tell me because it's gonna end badly for them if if someone else gets like let me get them kind of thing and so he shows pictures to the girl and she knows exactly who they are like she's just like yeah that's so and so and that's so and so so now they the news has it it's their names are everywhere their pictures are everywhere like the island is shut down so it's like you start getting desperate because your plan is not going according, right? Um, so they end up going to their seller's house of who they were getting the cocaine for. They end up going there, and then the guy's like, you ha- need to see this other guy. I can't remember his name. Let's call him Val. Go see Val, and he's going to set you up. So just go to this apartment. So they go, they go meet this guy. He's got, like... Fort Knox man he is like you are not getting in this door kind of thing like he lets them in but when he closes it it's like lock 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 right and he's got cameras everywhere and he's got monitors like right but he's also kind of like the suave older man like he's got a swagger to him excuse me and so he's gonna clean the money so he's like give me the money and wait they got money uh, oh, they got money from the, sorry, from their dealer. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's like, cause they were like, well, what are we supposed to do with this or whatever? It's got cocaine all over it. Or he's like, go take it to this guy. He'll clean it. Not physically clean it. Like oh, yeah. it right. So launder. Yeah. It's going to launder the money for you, but he'll give you new identities and whatever. So the guy's like, here's your, these are going to be your new names. Um, here's, here's, there'll be money there. You take, he gives them exactly what to do. Go to Miami, do this. Like he gives them directions. Uh, next thing you know, the police are at the door and let's just say it's a little, it's a little, um, yeah, something happens where it's like, what? how did they know that they were anyways, they were there. But it kind of makes you go, hmm. So something happens in the house. And then it's just kind of we're chasing the guys. Um, and I can't after that point. The rest is just them trying to chase just, down in the they're aftermath. Just, it's like a cat and mouse. And Chadwick's trying to figure it out because something's just not adding up. Um, I do think like I know I always brag that I figured it out. But I think if you didn't figure out this movie, like I would be concerned. Like it's pretty 
obvious who the bad guys bad guy is um in this movie like yeah I knew like pretty like pretty ins- a couple of things happen where you're like yeah that's not adding up so it's yeah gotta Sienna be. Miller yeah Sienna Miller um so yeah they're trying to get the guys and then this other kind of significant story starts kind of emerging and takes over actually those two guys like that becomes like that's not the important story it's a different story now so yeah I thought it was good I mean I think 54% is a little low is it amazing no but it is it was entertaining and I love heist movies so yeah so that was that 21 Bridges nice and Chadwick Um, let's get into our Rotten Tomato either or Okay. So we're going to have two options, and you have to pick which one is the higher, higher. rated on on, IMDb, on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. So you go first. Oh, okay. Um, I chose um, Avatar from, 20, from 2009 mm-hmm. and Avatar Way of the Water. Uh, the original one probably had a better story. The newer one had better special effects. Um, that's so hard. I, I'll say Avatar Way of Water is higher. It is not. Hmm. It was 77%. Avatar from 2009 was 82. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my first one is a biopic adventure. Okay. Elvis mm-hmm. or Rocket Man. Ooh, good one. Um... Seen Elvis. Um, I'm gonna go with Rocket Man. That's correct. I tried to tried to trick you a little bit there. Rocket Man, eighty nine percent. Elvis, seventy seven. Ooh, not not terribly high for the praise it's getting. I think it's more just Austin Butler and maybe Baz Luhrmann, but yeah, apparently Tom Hanks is not good. No, yeah, it's not good. Uh, This is my Will Ferrell edition. It is the other guys from 2010 and old school from 2003 um i'm gonna go with my head and not my heart i'm gonna say old school no the other guys well it had 78 percent. do you know what old school was 60 i thought more people i think i thought the other guys would have been more of an underrated movie yeah, and it's funny because the audience score, because I wrote the audience score in brackets just because I always find that really interesting. So Old School had 60%, but the audience was 86 and the other guys was 78%, but the audience was 60%. Mm. Like, it's, like, flipped. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Uh, my second one is the third leg of a Marvel trilogy. Okay. Thor Ragnarok or... Captain America Civil War. <gasps> oh, they're both so good. They would both be on my, like, if I want a Marvel movie, those are in my top five usually. I'm going to go with Thor. Thor Ragnarok, 93%. Captain America Civil War, 90 Ah, close. Very close. I think I'm winning. You are. Okay. Um, my next one is M. Night Shyamalan. Shamala, la la, Shamala, 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 la la, la la, la la, M Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan, no, 
Still not right? I don't know. That sounded, that's how I said it. Okay. Um, the Sixth Sense or Split? Hmm. Okay. So Sixth Sense. I don't know. I don't know if like people would have liked that. You did tell me there was a tie in one of these. Yeah. B- before we recorded. I don't think this is one of them. I'm going to say. I'll tell you it's in the bottom five. Okay. Split. So, okay. Is the winner? Yeah. No. Sixth Sense. Oh, I'm bad at this today. 80% and split was 78%. So it's close. It was. Uh, my next one, uh, bullet train. Okay. Or ambulance. Oh, please be bullet train. Ambulance was terrible. Well, I guess if you like Michael Bay explosions, ridiculous storylines, then you would like ambulance. Um, yeah, it has to be bullet train. Bullet train, 54%. <gasps> you shut your mouth. Ambulance and 68. Shut your mouth. That is ridiculous. It is? Like bullet train, like the new one. Is there an old one? I think so. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. <sighs> Get on that the board just here. rocked my socks. Um, Ray Fines. We have The Menu. And the Grand Budapest Hotel. Um, do I have the menu? <laughs> You're trying. I'm trying to see. I don't think. I I looked at it, but I don't remember. There's so many numbers that I, I know. looked at. Um, I'm trying to see if I can like use my logic to help me, but it doesn't. Because my head tells me it should be Grand Budapest Hotel. But you asking that makes me think that it's the menu. So I'm going to say the menu. No. Grand Budapest Hotel. Should just Okay, now now do I stick with my gut? Do I, I go know, against right? it? I know, right? What do you do? Grand Budapest Hotel got 92% and the menu got 89. So like they're pretty close. Um okay, my next one. We're going to go back to 1994. Okay. Good year. Pulp Fiction or <gasps> The Shawshank Redemption. <gasps> wow. That's tough. Those are both such good movies. But was Pulp Fiction like the audience score might be high? I don't know if people would have like would have like liked critics. It. Yeah. So it makes me think Shawshank. Shawshank Redemption ninety one percent. Pulp Fiction ninety two. Ah, so close. Now I'm starting to go downhill. Um. I don't remember what I why I put these two together. Usually I have a reason, but I don't know why. Uh, Wind River. Do you remember that one with Jeremy yeah. Renner? And The Gentleman. Um, trying to find a connection there. I know. I don't know why I did that. That's weird. I don't even know. I'm second guessing myself at every every which way. Um, it. Like, again, it should be one movie, but is it really just, like, more people have probably seen The Gentleman. But Wind River is, I would say, the better movie. But then, am I going to, am I really thinking the wrong, you know what, I did this last time. Wind River. Yes. Got one. Right, Mar? (laughs) She's standing outside the door. Uh, Wind River, 88%. The Gentleman, 75 Good. Underrated movie. Wind River was great. Wind River was such a great movie. The ending was a little... It's... I mean, it's a little bit disturbing, 
or maybe a lot. I don't know, but it's really well done. Yeah, it looks awesome. At least they're not shooting dogs. Yeah. Do they shoot dogs in? There's yeah. dogs in it. Wind River? I don't think we shoot dogs, though. Not like Yellowstone. No. Um. All right. We have war movies. Okay. All Quiet on the Western Front. Okay. Or 1917. I haven't seen All Quiet on the Western Front. It does make it a little trickier. 1917 was so good for a war movie. Those those shots were so long. Like, God, that was really great. Um, I'm going to go with All Quiet on the Western Front. All Quiet on the Western Front, 91%, 1917, 89. Ah, just squeaked in there. Uh, this is my Margot Robbie, Amsterdam or Babylon. This this is gonna be out of hand if it's not. I'm it's Babylon. Yeah, Babylon fifty five percent, Amsterdam thirty three percent. Fifty five. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Audience fifty one. Wow, I know. And then Amsterdam was thirty three percent, but the audience is sixty two. So I'm like, okay, so the audience liked it better than the critics. Clearly, am I am I about to lead the Babylon fan club? I know, right? Like, I liked that movie. It wasn't the best movie ever, but clearly, it it might be if from my point of view. Yeah. If everybody sees that, that's crazy. Um. All right, heist movies. Okay. I'll actually I'll I'll throw comedic heist movies. Oh, okay. Little subcategory: Logan Lucky. Or the audience score from Snatch. Oh, look at you, eh? The audience score from Snatch or Logan Lucky. It has to be Snatch. I love Logan Lucky, but maybe other people didn't, though. No, I'm going to go with Snatch. Almost talked yourself out of it. Snatch, audience, 93%. Logan Lucky, 92 Ooh, close, though. Logan Lucky's a good movie, you guys. If you haven't seen it, it's a good one. It's one of those, like, sleeper ones. We were like, where was this little gem? Wind River, I would say, is in there, too. Yeah. Like, where are these little gems that... Okay, I'm going to try really hard to say his name. I practice. Um... I, it's like I say it, and then when I get on here, something happens that goes like all sideways for me. Giancarlo Esposito. No. <laughs> uh, Chuatel Ejafor. Chu- yeah, that's. Chuatel Ejafor. I, yes, I believe that's. Okay. Chuatel Ejafor was in 12 Years a Slave and The Martian. So which one, Jack, is higher? Is one higher or are they the same? Okay, I'll tell you this is not it. Okay. So somewhere in your last three, it okay. is in there, okay? Um, what one was the better movie or like the more fun movie is probably, well, 12 Years of Slave wasn't very fun. Um, I don't care if I'm wrong, The Martian. Yeah, no. 12 Years of Slave, 95%. The Martian, 91 you think it's The Martian was a better movie? No. 12 Years of Slave is a better movie. But yeah. I'd watch The Martian again. Yeah. Yeah. The audience score is only 1%, but it is higher than 12 Years of Slave. It's what? The audience score for The Martian is the same. Oh. It's 91-91. I thought you said it's 1%. I was like, what? No, Were you 1% the only person higher. that liked it? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Um, okay. Avengers. Okay. 
the audience score from Infinity War. You're really changing the rules. Why? It's either or. Okay. Uh, Infinity War audience score or Avengers Endgame. Just the just the Rotten Tomatoes of Avengers Endgame. What was the first one you said? Infin- Infinity Inf- War. Infinity War audience score against Endgame critics. Endgame critics. I'm going to go in Infinity War. I knew I'd get you with that one. Yeah? Infinity War audience score 92. Their critic score is even lower, so I had to get something close. Avengers Endgame, 94%. Wow. Inferior movie. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this is my new movie, uh, Banshees of Insurin or Knives Out. Why? Wow, that, I thought you were about to say the same one I had. You have that too? No, I don't, but I'm close. Okay, Banshees or Knives Out, like the new Knives Out. Okay, the only reason why I'm guessing this is because I know the score of Banshees, and I don't think Knives Out is that. Wait, like the the new Knives Out. Oh, sorry, no, 2020. Oh, shit. Um, that makes it harder because I think that's close. Um, how many do I have left? Three. So that's, I remember the Knives Out, the first one being high. Was it quite the same as Banshee's? I'll, I'll say that's a tie. Yes, it's a tie. You are right. Um, I just realized in my order, I just like completely, because I had them numbered of like which order I wanted them, wanted to say them, just completely skipped number four. Oh, okay. But like, I'll just do it now. Okay. Uh, Carrie Mulligan. <gasps> I love Carrie Mulligan. Promising Young Woman. Okay. She said. Mm. That's a good one. Because they're both like from pretty critically acclaimed with their accolades too. I think I liked She Said, but it has to be Promising Young Woman. Uh, promising um, Young Woman, 90%. She Said, 87 Oh, just squeaked by that That's one. a respectable score for She Said. I yeah. think it deserves that. No, I think that was good too, for sure. Um, this is my Francis, M- Francis McDormand. Yeah, I say, <laughs> I could say the other name, but not. Chiwetel Ejiofor? No problem. Yeah. <laughs> Francis. Francis. McNorm uh, McDonald. Yeah. McDormand. Fargo or Almost Famous? I was about to actually say the number two. Like, I mm, was like, Fargo, blah, blah, blah. That would have helped. Um, this might upset you to say this, but I, I do think Fargo is the better movie of the two. Okay. Critically, uh, I don't know. I don't know if people liked Fargo because I did. I thought it was like, I don't know. I just like the Midwestern charm of it. So I think, although if it's your score, it would be almost famous. I I would think critics would like Fargo more. So Fargo. Fargo. You are right. 94% for Fargo and 89% for almost famous. So I was like, okay, that's not that bad. Respectable. Yeah. How many do I have right? This is my last one. One, two, three, four, five. Oh. You have five right. And how many left? Two. Oh, okay. Uh, Number nine is 2023 Oscar contenders. Okay. The Banshees of Inishirin. Oh, I know what that one is. 97%. Or Everything Everywhere All at Once. Ooh. Sorry, TikTok. Eh? Um, I'm going to go everything, everywhere. Everything, everywhere, all at once? Yeah. 95. No. Wow. Wow. That was a tricky one. Well, Banshees, 97. Wow. Maybe I, you know what I think it is? 
I think if I rewatch it and like it, I think we maybe thought too much of it. I think we were just like waiting for something to, huge to happen. Yeah, and it doesn't. It's a very simple, slow movie. Um, I also think that um, it's not funny. <laughs> like to me, it wasn't funny. Like I don't know. Maybe I just don't get that kind of humor. I didn't. Fi- I found it sad. Like I found the underlying of the story sad. But it's under as a comedy. Comedy or musical. It's not a musical, guys, so it has to be comedy. And now, at least now, like, when we get to Oscars, it's just... Yeah, it's just, like, all one. Yeah, so that's fine. Uh, My last one for you, uh, Viola Davis. Uh, The Woman King or Marini's Black Bottom? Oh, God. Again, the better movie should prevail, and I did like Woman King, but Marini's Black Bottom. Yes. 97% 97% and Woman King 94. Maybe a little high. I liked Woman King, but. I'm sighing in right now. 94 is a little high. Like, is. Okay, this is. This will be your comparison. Is Don't say almost famous. No, is, okay. wo- is Woman King better than she said? Um, Very different movies, but just. Different. Content wise. That's hard. It's, yeah, that's a hard one. I don't know. Uh, how many did I get? Five. Five. All right. So this this is for the win. Okay. Because I you, have five right now. If you get this, you win. If not, we tie. Oh, tie. It's Margot Robbie time. Okay, I did Margot Robbie too. Did you do the same ones? That I, I did can... not. Oh, okay. Once upon a time in Hollywood, or The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh my God! I just realized they did Brad Pitt and her did two movies together then. There was a thing about her kissing him, but it might not have been consensual. Oh, I don't know. Weird. Like she kissed him and it wasn't consensual? Yeah. Oh, that's then, nice. Sometimes it's nice when you hear it the other way around. Yeah, because then people said if Brad Pitt did that, he'd be canceled. and. Well, 100% he would be, and she should be. Like, it's if we want equal. You want her to be canceled. I don't want her to be canceled. All I don't right. want him to be canceled either. Title of the podcast, <laughs> you want Margot Robbie canceled. No. no, but I do believe if we want equality, then you can't do stuff like that either. Women can't and men can't. Okay. Wolf of Wall Street or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm going to go with Wolf of Wall Street. The Wolf of Wall Street, 80%. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 85 Damn. All right. We tie. We tied. I really, I came up clutch at the end you there. You did. I was stronger at the beginning and then kind of lost a little bit. And you were more like at the back end. So more that's okay. Of, more of a Tom Brady. Yeah. Maybe not yesterday, but. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that is. That's that. Or either or a tie. No one has to watch Marry Me. <laughs> <laughs> or how about the new one, Shotgun Wedding, coming out on Prime? Uh, that's a good. That's a good either or. Which one would you rather watch? Oh, probably Marry Me. Oh, at least- see, I think I'd go more Shotgun Wedding because Jennifer Coolidge is in it and it looks tropical and like. I don't know. I was just thinking. I was thinking opposite Jennifer Lopez. I'd rather watch Owen Wilson. Yeah, that is true. Than be Josh like the Jamel. awkward, quirky dad. Then yeah, Josh Duhamel. Yeah, I don't. Uh, next week we're funny again well episode 122 a lot of twos yeah uh we got d2 mighty ducks yeah which you are watching i'm watching mile 22 yeah and to keep with the twos we're doing tv duos there you go we are we're funny all about the twos that's right
Um, so in case, got anything else? I got nothing else. All right. Then besides that, we will see you next time. Bye.